Okay, excellent. Okay, good evening, everybody, and welcome to episode seven of uh, Once Upon a Time in the Old World. Um, we are back after a, a two-week break, is it? Yeah, two-week break, we'll call it. Um, um, yeah, we're, we're back after a two-week break. Um and we're ready to go again, but we're probably going to be a little bit ring rusty, I'm sure, but uh, along the way. Anyway, I'm your uh, GM, and I'm Jim, and these are my players. Hi, I'm Roger. I'm playing Johan von Erfinder, the human, the human student engineer. And this week, I spent my XP boosting a tiny bit on my decks and a bit on my intelligence. Good afternoon. Uh, I'm Aaron, and I am playing Hagen Ritter von Delbers, the questing knight to the Order of the White Wolf, um, who is uh, in the process of having to see uh, his entire mother's side of the family killed. Uh, so that'll be an interesting, interesting episode. I spent my uh, XP, uh, I boosted my strength a little bit and added a little bit to my uh, weapon skill with two-handed weapons. Hi, I'm Kevin and I'm playing Gerhardt, who is a wizard apprentice, but I have enough experience to become a wizard, but I think we have to wait and see if that comes up at some point. Um, and I shit my pants and back down last episode, so hopefully it doesn't work out too badly this time around. Hey, by gum, I'll be Dan and I'll be playing more deck. Uh, and this accent is really rusty. <laughs> More so than usual, uh, and I haven't spent any XP. Hi, I'm Colin. Uh, I am playing Carolyn, the human thug, and I have spent my XP on strength, which gets everything I need to complete the career. Hey all, it's Dan here. I'm playing Neil Murrin, your flouncy pouncy elf. Um, though he is looking decidedly more serious at the moment with... Uh, weird stuff going on so you know uh i spent my xp on just trying to up my stats so i can get out of my career into the next one but see how that goes okay so when we last um, left our party um they had gone to um hagen's uh, uncle's house for a bit of a uh, a festivity uh, for him being knighted and they had a great night and a good time was had by all but no no it didn't happen that way though they were trapped in there by some sinister power um they all assumed that it was some sort of chaotic power um i believe ilmarin started having visions um and basically struggled uh, with settling in um, things started happening. They believe that Griselda um, Hagen's auntie is behind it all. Uh, his uncle has been mutated into a filthy, um, fiendishly mutated thing and then was shot dead by um, Johan with his uh, useful pistol. And then we left it as um, Hagen with his stolen hammer. I mean, his um, um, uh, hammer. Liberated. That he has, 
Liberated. Inherited. <laughs> inherited. Inherited. Yeah, that's, inherited. Violently, that's the language right there. Inherited. Violently inherited. Yeah. Um, he smashed his auntie's door, and inside is currently an empty room. There is a large mirror over the fireplace in there, uh, in what is quite a nicely affluent and well-decorated room, mostly in reds and purples. I just need to click something here from last time that I never did because I got broken last episode. I get one of these. So apparently I'm exhausted. So, standing at the door, I believe, is Hagen and would it be Johan? Yeah, I'd be right right beside him. Close, Closely followed by the two Dans and I believe, to I believe uh, Colin and uh, Kevin were coming up the stairs, were you? Is that right? Um, let, let, let the yeah, probably. First. That's what they're I, I had run down the stairs to cower so yeah. that I can... We're, it, yeah, yeah. we're the elder race. So and we, I was... You know, we, we got lower numbers. <laughs> I haven't recovered from my... <laughs> Sorry, I just okay. hear some kind so, of yeah. clucking noises coming from behind us. <laughs> Hagen bursts through and, and screams out, Grisella, demon, fiend, whatever you are, face me for what you have done to my family. And there is no sound. It's all very eerily quiet. He moves into the room and is just almost spinning around in a spot. His eyes are just wide with rage and terror. Uh, he can't believe this, what's happened. Uh, and he's just looking for something to hit. Uh, Johan will be sticking very close to Hagen uh, in questionable moments. He generally finds it's best to stay near the big hitty man. Okay. There's two large bookcases along two of the walls. Um, one is alongside the door wall and the other is alongside um, the back wall. Um, the bed is against, the, the head of the bed, should I say, is against the left wall. And there's uh, some dressing tables. There's like an ottoman chest um, and various um, bits of um, like furniture for, for dressing. So there's like a, a stand there uh, for dresses to be put on uh, and, and various things like that. The bed is very nice. It's a, a four poster. Um, with uh, silk hangings and curtains on it. Uh, Johan's going to start actually looking for trapdoors, secret passages, that kind of thing. Assuming okay. that uh, Griselda's got some kind of escape route. Okay. And Hagen will move up to the up to the mirror, and he short halves the, the end of the hammer and just strikes it against the mirror to see if the hammer goes through or if it if breaks the glass. It it clunks on it, and yeah, a crack goes up uh, the middle of the mirror. Damn these infernal um, things! Would you like to uh, make me a roll, please? Um, at difficult. Uh, what you... roll and who? Uh, a lot of perception check. Oh, for, uh, it, he's looking for secret. Yeah. And sorry, difficult. Yeah. Oh, so close. Um, 
can I spend a fortune point to actually gain a success level to pass? Yes, okay. So looking around, you can't actually find a uh, secret door of such, but you sort of work out that it's definitely not behind you unless it's some sort of magical portal because those walls go out into the landing. Um, it could be from the eastern wall where there is a large bookcase, uh, or it could be against um, the uh, the back wall where there's a sorry the, the eastern wall is where the bed is. The back wall is where there's a large bookcase, and then uh, there's a wardrobe over on the right hand side of the the back wall as well, where all the dressing dresses and um, uh, what am I thinking of? Um, dressing tables or whatever uh, are all along uh, the right-hand side. So it's either going to be in the floor um, or it's going to be behind one of those pieces of furniture, if there is anything in it. And you're pretty sure, unless you used magical means, which is also possible, but there's no other way that she could be in here or is there. Well, I'd be checking. I'd basically be checking all of those because I'd be listening for mechanisms. You know, tapping on the wood, listening for all yeah. things. And... Okay. Speaking of, is, ev it, is everybody? Oh, go on. Sorry. Um, you know, I have 125 experience and I didn't spend on anything because I'm waiting yeah. to become wizard at some point. Could I yes. spend 100 points of that on second sight, a talent that I can um, get? Absolutely. It be some sort of backlash that happened within me because I keep trying to touch magical stuff and getting the back of my brain burned. Nice. Okay. And then suddenly... Yeah, I've, that's, that, that's perfectly good. Yeah. I, I like the idea. That's a, a good thinking, to be honest. So, yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Excellent. I'm going to try and use Second Sight to see if I can figure out where she's going. As I wander up the stairs, mumbling to myself, kind of slightly cracked because I was broken. Yeah. Um, so, would you make a... Uh, a challenging uh, perception test, please. Okay. Uh, hang on one sec. Sorry, I forget where everything is. Challenging. Impressive failure. Uh, I'm going to use a fortune point and try and reroll that. Okay. <laughs> Only off chance it does something good. Uh, let me get one second. Hey. Hey. That's that's an improvement. It's gone from impressive failure to marginal failure. <laughs> Although it's no, I got it's got I have a plus one plus because, one of, because of second sight. Oh, there you go. So you, passed. Oh, so you passed. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Yeah. So, yeah, you you start looking around for mechanisms or any sort of magic portals or anything, but. Something gains your um, your complete attention as you start looking for a way out of this room in the shape of two rather large tombs that are on one of the bookshelves. Um, one is called Osplane's uh, Guide to uh, Demonology and Necromancy. Um, the other one is called Osplane's Guide to 
magics of all colors. Oh, I'm gonna like reach my hands towards the whichever is the nearest of the two, like reach it toward and then go, Johan, could you could you check that? I I there's definitely a vibe coming off of it, but I really don't want to touch it given the stuff that's gone on in my head since we got here. They are probably the most attractive thing that you've ever seen <laughs> in your life. Um, I'm drooling it, slightly. Yeah, I mean, if you've ever craved anything in your life before, it's these two books. And it's almost the fact that your whole life and whole career so far has been about finding these two books. So when Gerhard um, asked me to look, what do they say to Johan? Do they say the same thing? Yeah, they, they say, Osplane's Guide to Necromancy and Demonology, and Osplane's Guide to Magics of All Colours. The name doesn't mean anything to me, I assume. Sigmar's Mercy. I'll say well, making the sign of Sigmar when he says it, when, I, when he sees what they say. And as you're looking, you notice another book, uh, Osplane's Guide to the Winds of Magic. Uh, I'm not sure who this is, but writing books on necromancy and demonology. There's, this can't be good. There's something coming off of them. Uh, this is a new talent that's awoken in me. I don't know quite. I know it's the second sight, but I've never used it before. I mean, Johan would probably back away from them. Magic, you get you get bad. no vibe from them at all, yeah. No, you, oh yeah, no, yeah. yeah. I, I don't, but they're about magic, and magic's bad. Yeah. <laughs> Can I try a lore magic check to see if I know anything about os, osplay or os, osplane? Osplay. Okay. Okay. Uh, challenging or? Um. Yeah. Uh, no, difficult. Hey, what are the chances? Oh, impressive success. Okay. So, a very long time ago, there was a wizard who was quite a individual wizard. Um, didn't sort of value human friendships or socialization with anybody. He, he was known to live in a tower uh, in uh, North Reichland. Um, but the, the tower disappeared many hundreds of years ago. Uh, but he was a, an accomplished, an accomplished magician stroke wizard. It could be him. Right. Or it could be of his family. I really don't want to touch the demonology book. <laughs> It doesn't feel, or doesn't, especially with your second sight, it doesn't feel like it's evil. It almost feels like it's there to be learned. There's, there's no, there's nothing evil coming from it. It's emitted okay. no um, evil aura, so to speak. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab the guide to winds of magic and have a look at that and see what that's about. Okay, so. Wild Having a brief flick around. over, it's quite quite a nice book. It's uh, it's written and it, it has some fabulous illustrations in there, all coloured in, um, very nicely done. 
Um, there seems to be a large section of spells. Uh, there seems to be a large section of uh, like taking apart bit by bit the different uh, winds themselves and uh, explaining a lot more and a lot deeper of what they are. Um, but yeah, it, it just seems to be like quite a nice little guide with some, you know, uh, examples of spells within the back of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it and I'm gonna try and take the other two and put them in my satchel. Shouldn't we burn that one? It doesn't pointing at the one about demonology. It doesn't have inherent inherent evil in it. It may be a, things to avoid, things to look at, things to. Um, it's not a it's not a grimoire. I I could be able to tell. Yeah, it's not it's not a grimoire. No. Perhaps you should get someone else to look at it? Who do you suggest? Another wizard? Yeah, well, I'm not opening it. I'm taking it. Yeah, I'll take whatever you want, but help me find the, the demon that did this. Yeah, I'll, I'll she go. She has I'll, to be here somewhere. While I'm Sorry. talking, I'll be back, you know, tapping on walls and things and looking behind things. Yeah, it, um... You get the feeling, if these are what you hope they are, as in some form of spell books, along with uh, teachings of how to do the spells and the different forms of magic, they would be worth a lot of money. And you know for a fact that the necromancy and demonology one would be a very rare piece indeed, because it wouldn't be something that you could go out and buy legally from a shop. Um of, of some form and books like that um within Home like places it. of learning that you've been a locked away mm. only to be looked at by certain people so from a selfish point of view they are very valuable and like i said even with your second side they don't feel that the, the necromancy and demonology one it, it, it's literally another book you know within the, these three books um What's yeah, the third it, title it, again? Sorry, Jim. There's, there's the so you've got magic. Osplane's Guide to Magics of All Colours, mm -hmm. um, Osplane's Guide to Necromancy and Demonology, and Osplane's Guide to the Winds of Magic. Thank you, Gannon. So I'm, I'm taking them and I'm putting them in my bag and I'm going to peruse them when no one's looking at me. So let me get this straight. The wizard has pocketed a load of books they were owned by a wizard who then got possessed by potentially a demon. Yeah, well, just just so, we're, just so we're on the same thought process and we all know what's just happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah Johan's not impressed. <laughs> yeah, Myron's yeah, I mean, always he didn't see no, this, no, but he wouldn't be no, impressed. No, I, I don't know anything about demons, so you sort of get the idea. Point Joe, Ian, but... Listen, you point here, man. We all know what them humans are like, <laughs> their manlings and their books, and how easily corruptible they be. This will be evidence of what our current situation is. It's true. Yeah, I mean, you, you, in your wildest of hopes, that these books could almost be a bypass to a master or a teacher. If you can get the skills and the techniques from reading these books and practicing yourself, it could be a way of going without having to, shall we say, license yourself. 
right. or yeah, you know, uh, it, it would give you more freedom, so to speak, as a selfish point of view. And definitely in no way massively corrupting. Yeah, we'll find that out later. <laughs> you can't worry about that kind of thing now. Fine. There's no little chunks of green gemstone anywhere in the binding or like, like in the bookmark just hanging there. <laughs> like fucking little cube of green. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry. You just keep looking. Uh, keep an I've going. just I just read uh, from Rowdy Intellectual. It looks like I'm peering over a uh, GM screen. And it does actually look like I'm peering over a uh, GM screen. I'll just cackle a little bit while I roll some dice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. So yes, you're in the room. Gerhardt's found himself a little bit of um, interest. Um, uh, Johan's with him, convinced that there's some form of um, way out of this room, mechanical more than anything. Uh, he's called on Gerhardt to help him find things that could be magical, so with the portals. What is the dwarf, the thug, and the elf doing? It almost sounds like a joke beginning. <laughs> yeah, walk into a bar. Um, I could arrange that if you want. Clonk. Yeah, I, can't, uh, I, can't, I can't speak for my, my elven ally. I'm not saying friend yet. Uh, <laughs> But I, I, I have certainly been standing in the doorway looking very disapproving <laughs> at these manlings. Um, oh, and, I'm looking for a trapdoor. And, the, and their activities. Screen's changed there. I don't know, did we all just move around? Yeah, I moved. Ugh, okay. Give me a minute. <laughs> Sorry, we'll continue. <laughs> um, so, uh, Ilmarin uh, didn't step into the room because he hasn't yet. And he's looking. Jim, has the is the barrier still on the door downstairs? What you mean to the outside? Yes. Um, yes, yeah, she put it. She put a barrier up, didn't she? So yeah. So, so that kind of says to me she's still in the area. Um, um, yeah, you would have thought so. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. And have we seen the uh, aged AM priest of Sigma knocking about? The one that was in the basement. Um, oh, it was an El The last time you see, yeah, the last time you seen him was oh, sorry, down Ulrich in the, the shrine area of the uh, all, all, There was like a, a shrine to Ulrich downstairs near the dining room, and okay. he was in there. All right, I'm going to go find this priest of Ulrich because I think at this point in time he needs to stop praying by an altar and come and deal with some demonology crap. Okay. As you go back onto the landing, you can hear something coming upstairs, very heavy footed. And it is growling like a wild animal. I say what? Can ah. I see it? It's pretty dark downstairs. All lights have now gone out down there. There was some screaming, um, and then everything went so wait. quiet. Is it so dark that my night vision and my enhanced senses can't see what's coming up the stairs? Okay, show off. Um, <laughs> me too. <laughs> Yeah, um, so you can see a human shape coming up the stairs. Uh, and it, it is holding what looks like two. They could be axes, they could be hammers, they could be some form of crude, horrid sort of clubbing weapons. 
Okay. Um, and you say it's just growling, it's not... Yeah. And and would it happen to look like a priest of Ulrich, by any chance? It could be. It could be indeed. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to call out to it. I'm going to call out to him. Hello? My, who's that? Tis I, Magdar, the wild. That's the priest of Ulrich, right? It is indeed. Cool. Uh, so, have you come to help us with the demons? Where is it? Uh, we're not entirely sure, but perhaps you could divine something. And I know that the priests of the Empire are very skilled individuals with these kind of things. Okay, he gets to the top of the stairs at the landing that you're on. And on his back, he seems to have some sort of bedroll um, that's attached with like a rope around his front. And he sort of strides past you into where there's light within um, Hager's, Hagen's auntie's room. Um, people are busy looking around walls and things and under mirrors and that. And he sort of kneels down in the middle of the room and takes this bedroll off his back as you're all sort of stood there watching. And he looks around at you and sort of laughs. Almost a wild, evil laugh, but... <laughs> yes. And he sort of places this bedroll on the floor. What are you doing, and he priest? Sort of, he sort of looks at it enviously. And he grabs hold of it and he rolls it across the floor and there's a clink a clanking and a clicking and there's basically five axes there small hand axes yeah and on each of them is a wolf's face would you like to take one of these they've been blessed they'll be able to harm those that come from the demon realm I looked at Gerhardt. Gerhardt, what do you see? Uh, can I try and use my second side again? Yeah, well, without using your second side, what you can see at the moment is a scantily dressed, um, rather <laughs> malnourished gentleman with lots of hair, with a bit of fur, fur, Y fronts almost, um, and that's all he's wearing, along with some furry boots. And you can see some very shiny, very nice looking um, wolf's head axes, and it looks like they're made out of some form of animal bone. The handles, hmm. I don't have a lot of experience with the divine, they look like axes to me. Fair enough, then. Johan, I mean, uh, Hagen reaches over, picks one up, gets the feel of it. He's like, if the hammer can't do it, we'll try your axe, priest. But first, mm. I'll try to put this hammer through the head of that beast for what it's done to my uncle. Can I take an axe as well? I'll take an axe. 
Umarin. Probably still in the other room, tapping away. <clears throat> so I'm probably a bit unaware of a lot of this. The priest sort of takes a couple of steps back and starts howling like he's howling at the moon. And he gets one of the hand axes that he's got and he, he sort of carves a big line down the middle of his chest. And with the other one, he carves another one, making a, a large sort of diagonal cross uh, on his chest. Iwaran calls from the door. Hagen, is that normal for a priest of Ulrich? I have uh, no been idea. Known, yeah, yeah they've been known to be quite mad and quite battle-hardened. You've seen things like this before, this um, uh, Mordek, with uh, the slayers of, of your kind. Um, okay. And you've, you've heard stories of, of these priests before. They're, they're quite sort of um, oh, almost nice. animalistic. They have more in common with the uh, with the priests of old in their practices. I would say this be familiar. And he sort of kneels on the floor and then gets down onto all fours. And then with one of the hands that's on the floor, he, he reaches into his mouth and his fingers go into his mouth at the back and then he retches and literally all his food comes up onto the floor. And then he tenses and his bowels empty, and you notice a pull of it. I shall be giving the demon art today. It will have my axes. I will not spill my bowels in front of it. And he stands up. Aye, then, Father. If you can find this demon, lead on so we can put it back to the hell it spawned from. I mean, no offense, but I'm not picking up the poo-covered axes. They're, they're not. They're, they're there. <clears throat> there might be a bit of uh, vomit splashed on some of them, but yeah. Imaran's uh... not touching that with a ten-foot barge pole. <laughs> also, Imaran's belief is that this has been blessed by their gods and has nothing to do with him and would not work for him anyway because he's not human. Instead, he's going to get some oil, place it on his sword, and set his sword on fire. And in, in, in Eletharian, ask Assyrian to, Assyrian to guy, bless his blade, and hopefully that's enough. <laughs> okay. What I would like from you is, I would like you to make me a challenging dex roll, please, as you like your sword blade. <laughs> Am I about to set myself? Elmar, don't, don't it's burn It's not my the best idea. <laughs> Yet. I did. Well, I it's really impressive it. as, as Elmar walks into the, and he smashes the oil. On, on his sword and sort of wipes the, the, the glass bit up and down his blade and he gets another lantern and he, he and it goes. Did you make your dex roll? I have indeed. Uh, oh, uh, no, failure just by one. By one. Um, you can adjust it with a fortune point, but... I don't have fortune points. Oh, wait, we get those back, any. don't we? Yeah, yeah, we get, no, yeah. yeah, we get those back, don't we? So um, what happens is, at the moment, is... You've gone in, and this oil is obviously a little bit more flammable than what you thought. And as you sort of, it sort of flares up, and there's like a big puff of flame fills uh, the room. And some of the drapes on the four-poster bed catch a light, That's and the, the, the flames are quite sort of heavy on your sword. Excellent. Uh, as long as I don't get burned, I'm happy to leave it like that. 
Uh, yeah, yeah I won't be venturing too close to those flames. <laughs> it, it is quite a bit of a uh, health and safety hazard at the moment, and you're sort of trying to keep it away. We are in a wooden building. I mean, and the building's got to be set on fire. Even though it's a nice, sizable bedroom, it is still a bedroom, and there's like six of you in there, and the mad priest who Oh, no, I, I was in the hallway. I was in the hallway yeah. still. I still haven't oh. come in the room yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't want to be nowhere okay. near so, the well, have other people come in the room. Yeah, yeah okay. that's so what a defecating you, priest was. Okay, so you've managed to set fire to a little bit of the um, door frame, but it, it, it's, it doesn't seem to be doing much at the moment. It's just tenderly sort of. Well, that's fine. We've already doused. We've already doused his doused the uncle in oil and lit that. Uh, so yeah. you know. But my intention is that this building's going to get burned down at the end. I'm anyway, pretty sure right? this building <laughs> is already on its way to being a, a towering inferno. So uh, that's fine. Yeah. I assume you're keeping your sword pointed towards the floor so that it doesn't set your hand on fire, also. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that my blessing's going to, my, you know, my prayer to Syrian's going to be heard and the fire's going to turn blue and it's just going to be complete, under complete control. I or have no idea. Now in about 20 seconds. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Umaran literally has no idea how this works, but he's seen, like, human priests do this and he figures if he calls on his own gods, it, it's got to work, right? If I believe hard enough, my own gods will answer my prayers. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> uh, his sword uh, will get really hot and he'll have to drop it. Okay, so, <laughs> so you've been, you've been I doubt there'll be enough while, oil to actually not, heat not the sword up noticeably. found anything particular. Um, the room does smell quite heavily of... Well, smoke. And yeah, then... bodily fluids. Um, and the... The flame didn't seem to help. It almost now smells like burnt bodily fluids uh, as, as the two sort of smells mixed together. Um, you've gone through all the bookshelf that you can see, um, Johan, and you, you, you don't think that it could be here. You, you've sort of pulled the books. You've sort of tried to slide the bookcase. Um but no, there's nothing. Nothing. Like mechanisms I can see. Perhaps no. the thing slipped through the mirror before, before its magic was spent. Maybe it's elsewhere in the house. The only thing that you haven't looked at is under the carpet, like the rug in the middle of the floor. Yeah, and I mean, there's also under the bed, and there's the wardrobe. Yeah, I mean, I, I would check under like rugs and things, just fling them aside. I'm looking for trap doors. Yeah. Obviously, going to say the the, the the rug on the floor is slightly more uh, standoffish now, um, uh, but you managed to to obviously get a good hold of the bit that's nowhere near the the sick, and you do sort of throw it back. Some some of the 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 matter sort of flicks up the wall. Um, the the priest is sort of growling at himself, and and sort of almost walking on the spot he's rocking and he, he's got himself into quite a sort of state of frenzy almost battle frenzy yeah <laughs> I'm made. assuming there wasn't anything under the rug no there's nothing underneath the rug I'll smash open the wardrobe okay so it is quite a nice looking wardrobe uh, but your hammer does pass Was. through the door quite quite easily, uh, along with taking off its hinges and breaking it in half as you did that. 
um, and the door sort of folds in on itself and falls to the floor. Um, you've also hit it that hard that your hammer has gone through the back of the wardrobe as well. There's nothing in this wardrobe. Um, but, yeah, it, it's gone through the back, but it's gone through the back and then some more. You're, you're sort of holding on the, the edge of the, the, the handle. I think you found it's the passageway. Right through. This way, my friends. There's a passage behind this wardrobe. And Hagen will push his way through and, and see if he can feel for stairs or, or, or well, I have to let you know that I am being pressured at the moment by the viewers uh, for uh, a oh, total party kill. Yeah. yeah. Wow, Apparently they really they're going to They don't want to buy a long viewer, season. Jim. Yeah. Don't buy into this Fox News stuff. By a viewer. <laughs> they clearly don't want any more of Once Upon a Time in the Old World. Yeah. Yes. Makes well, I, yeah. I, yeah. So yeah, the, the, the hammer has gone through, and as you sort of peek through it, it just goes through into like a round, small room with a staircase that winds round. Hagen, as, Hagen, as you look down here, you almost get memories of this house and moving through secret passages from room to room to different places um, it was almost that these passages were built in as a defense so if if it was ever attacked uh the defenders could move freely through the house and outflank and and you know um <laughs> no there's no mr tomless under the side um uh but yeah it, it it almost fills you with memories of the place although it was a long time ago, and you can't remember where anything was. But these My stairs descend into darkness below. There is no light. My friends, in my, in my shock of all that's gone on, I'd forgotten that as a child, we used to play through secret passages. They, they riddled this place, but, but there's a stairwell going down, and I'm for it. Who is coming with me? Imran strides forward with his flaming sword. I'm with you. Uh, keep Amara, that thing please, to yourself. Please do not burn me with that. <laughs> um, he's kind I'll, of waving it around like he knows, what, trying to pretend what he knows what he's doing with it. I'll just be following very closely behind Hagen. Callum will follow. Dowie will shake his head disapprovingly at the elf for embarrassing the elder races in this scenario, <laughs> um, and then also press on down into the. Uh, I'd, I'd imagine the flames are going to disappear in a minute. They won't last very long, not without that. a source of fuel. What you don't realise is every now and again. You might want to flick a little bit more oil in there. <laughs> a flick of oil. As you wave it around, small it fraction of a second. Wafting out. Can you make me another dex check, please? Um, for your you flicking. Set me on fire. And... <laughs> blackening, isn't it? I, I apologise in advance if I do anything. All the fucking char on the outside of it. A critical fail of some form will be bad news. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I might re-roll that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Less terrible? It's only minus who? three success levels rather than minus five. <laughs> yeah. So who is behind uh, Ilmari? Uh, I think it's probably me. No, everyone's in front of me at the moment. 
I wouldn't. No, I, I, I th usually at the back. So I'm still in the doorway. But I, but I'm. I think the dwarf's probably watching you, just shaking his head. So it might be the dwarf. So you're not ascending down the stairs, then. You're just trying to keep I... the thing alive. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to. Think. I, I'm, I'm, I'm at the back because I was I was outside the okay. door and everyone started going down. I didn't think I was leading so, the way. I'm usually yeah. next so, to Lauren, to be fair. Yeah. Okay. So Gerhard, you have this waft of a horrid, horrid smell. Um, a smell that can only be one thing. Burning hair? Burnt hair. <laughs> uh, uh, um, <laughs> and you, you sort of look around and you can see Ilmarin and he's he's got this sword and he's wafting it round and he's gaining ever more confidence and he's dipping his fingers in this oil and he, he's sort of flicking it at it. And what he's unaware of is that some of the oilers has been flicking it has actually landed on his own head here and <laughs> some of his hair to one side. It, it just seems to be blackening and going shorter. Yeah, I guess they're going to grab him by the collar and go, whoa, 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 and just like... <laughs> Oil, fire, not good. This is what the human priests do. They do some burn witches, <clears throat> don't they? I'm, I'm sure they have some special trick to it. I, can't, ah. I don't think it's just... You realise that you've burnt a nice little clump of your golden locks. I'm going to like, <laughs> like gently pull it around and just show them where it singed at the end. And they're like, I'm glad uh, it wasn't me. That's, uh, well, it's a good job I'm not going to see my parents anytime soon. Because now I don't look like a proper elf. I'll say nothing to Mordek. I think Mordek was standing right there. Was definitely watching and laughing. Just be glad it wasn't. Just be glad it wasn't his beard. Oh yeah, if it would be my beard. Oh. I, <laughs> I mean, wars have been started over such things. Uh, wars have exactly. <laughs> <been started laughs> that's exactly, that's exactly how the war beard started. <laughs> ah. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so Mordek will be. Chuckling to himself. <laughs> so those descending down the the stairs, um, you come to the bottom of the stairs, and there's like a little corridor, only about six foot, and there there's this big oak door that's carved, and again in in the wood, it's all pictures of wolves and men fighting wolves. Um, a really impressive door. It, it's, it's, it, you could almost feel that this door is worth a whole lot of money. You know, it, it's it, a shame we're burning it, the house down. Mm. Uh, go on, just get through that. That's where the witch will have gone. Yeah, I'll. Uh, Hagen will push open the door with the head of the hammer if it if it's not locked. So you push it and it doesn't open. Plan B. And it does it. feel quite solid. Plan B. He really pull. He he. It's wife. Well, I'll try to see if it actually pulls or you know, if it's locked. I'm assuming it is. Can I see? Is it? Can I? Can I tell if it's magically locked? And if not, can oh. I try and unlock it with magic? If it's not magically locked, make me a magical law roll. Okay. Mm. Uh, wow. 
never going to roll wow. like that when I actually try yes. and with magic. It does have some form of ward on the door. Ah, balls. So what we need is gunpowder and lots of it. And fire. I'll uh, I'll kind of reel back from it as I kind of reach out to try and figure out. I go, there's a warding spell on it. I'm not sure what it is. Can you get past it? Uh, it we can't let this thing get away. If it was non-magical, if it was non-magical, I could. Now that you have a magical weapon, can you do damage to it, maybe? Let us see. And he rear, uh, Hagen rears back with his hammer and smashes it against the door. Okay. So you hit it and it's almost a sonic wave that comes back over everybody uh, as your senses are sort of flattened. But the door does spring open. Um, but everybody is sort of dazed. Uh, as to what's going on. You aren't, though, Agen. You've still fully got your senses. Um, you felt a sort of wave of power rush over you, but you feel protection from the hammer itself. Ulrich, guide me and guide this hammer. Now turn back. Let's go. Shake uh, it yeah, off. Right, Right with you. And Hagen moves into moves past the door. He's just he's so enraged that he can he can barely contain himself at this point. So the side that is you've uh, you're met with is it's quite a well lit room uh, with candles that are, are all around the floor uh, of the room. Uh, in the middle of the room are eight stands spread equally around a circle. Um, and there are lines going from each of the stands into the middle. Uh, there seems to be a circle of powder of some form uh, in the middle. And it looks like the powder has been, that the, the circle itself has been breached and some of the powder has been brushed aside. Um, on the top of each one of these stands is a small globe with what looks like black smoke running through it. Um, on to your left, you notice a female that has been attached to the wall somehow. And she look, looks like she's been given a beating or she's been in some form of battle. Um, and it is a figure of your auntie, Griselda. And stood near her with a very bad-looking evil blade which is misshapen and it, it shouldn't actually work as a sword but this thing is old but I'm sure it will stands there laughing and has got the, the sword point at the the lady who is attached to the wall her throat no words are said by this She's just cackling. 
Back away from her, demon. It's time for you to go back to the hell from which you were spat. <laughs> she will die before you take another step. If that is the price that my family... Or are we still dazed? You've you've come around there. Okay, bang. bang. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You're going to gloat about how we can't get to you before you kill her? That's a Bruce Willis anyone else want to negotiate moment. Uh, You know, this is why you don't monologue in things. Yep. I've... Yep. No. You're going to be gloating about how we can't get to you before you act? Mm. I've got a bullet. Yeah. <laughs> she was going to tell you how she was going to kill everybody, and then what she was going to do next, and then for the next week after that as well. <laughs> this uh, is my evil plan. I will tell you everything. Aim. Aim. Basically, as soon as they're out of the room. She failed to understand been... that we're not in a James Bond movie. We're in a yeah. Clint Eastwood spaghetti western. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've been... I'd have been aiming the pistol at her as soon as I walked in the room. And when she started monologuing, just... Uh... Yep. It seems to be a theme with me me in woof-up games of... Just the woof-up games I'm in. Opponent starts monologuing. Someone in the party just goes, no, dead. <laughs> well, I mean... I mean, we'll see how this goes. An, if they weren't holding an evil blade to someone I've met before, that might have been a you know a good start for their survivability. Okay, so, do we have initiative? I, I think I think initiative is being triggered by, Rogers, by, by Johan pulling the yeah, trigger. You, you can have a... Um, you can have a... Uh, a uh, free shot. Uh, do I get a bonus for aiming? I'm trying to remember um, the combat rules. Yeah, I'll give you a bonus for, for aiming. So you, what, you took time to aim? I was already aiming, and then she started talking, so bang. So before you let loose, um, could you make me a cool test, please? <laughs> Ball bags. You got plus 10 from the hammer, right? Yes. Yep. Uh, how do you? Oh, hang on. Modifier. Ten. Let's try that. I succeed. Nice. Ooh, okay, Thank you. Plus ten. <laughs> so make that roll. Oh, oh, nice. Center of mass. That's it. Give me luck when I shot her in the toe last week. It's not going to do anything. <laughs> Possibly. Okay. Wow. So you do 15 damage. Okay. You hit it squarely in the body and. It sort of knocks it back into the wall. It's still holding on to its weapon. But um, it's bleeding quite heavily from the hole that you just put in the middle of it. Is it susceptible to cool tests? Because it has to take one if it is, because otherwise it will gain a broken condition. 
Yeah, no, this one, th- this, yeah, this one seems to be dealing with everything quite well. No. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed it probably would, but, you know, worth an ask. I'm going to try. Yeah, yeah. I just, uh, of course. you know, believe. <laughs> Not that we know what's a demon. Actually. On the other hand, bullet through its chest. <laughs> it looks like you've injured form. it. Uh, I need to go FK for a bit. Do we want to go have a brief break before we start this? Or yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah absolutely. So yeah, we'll, we'll have a brief, uh, a brief break uh, for everybody to go to the toilet and to get a drink and whatever, and we'll join everybody back in five minutes. Good evening, everybody. Um, welcome to part two of episode seven. Uh, and the party has just engaged a quite horrible looking demon thing ish thing. Yeah. Um, so, Johan, let's lose a shot that it, it's, it's square in the, the chest um, and black. Icker runs from the wound, but it looks like it just um, it's just wounded it rather than sort of it's just angered it almost. Um, as it moves with almost I don't just pure speed uh, towards you. I take it everybody is behind Hagen. Is that right? <laughs> of course. Yeah, pretty much, I think. Mostly because the rest of us were be, uh, slightly yeah, busy going, oh, my bad. head. All right, yes. <laughs> so Years of experience Hagen, have taught me it's the best place to be. This this thing swings this black, aggressive, horrible, nasty weapon blade, whatever you'd call it, at, at you. Um, I try to swing my hammer oh around my to God deflect the blade. And with with godlike demon accuracy, misses. Uh, well, it depends how Hagen well, was. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it depends. But... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a miss. Oh, that's a bad miss. Wow. Oh, it's good for Hagen, well, though. That's advantage. I'll take my point of advantage. <laughs> so I bring around the hammer and block it. And is it who's going it now? You won't you won't get me so easily, demon. You'll pay for what you've done to my uncle and my family. Okay. Elmarin. So as the hammer blocks and the black powder smoke drifts through the air, coming through the mist of the smoke, comes Ilmarin brandishing this flaming sword. Um, so he's going to like do this little pirouette. He's going to almost look like he knows a little bit of what he's doing. And he's going to look very serious so, for Ilmarin. I, I yeah, don't know if you, you do, move, you've got you a move, sword on fire. Yeah, yeah you, you, you move with elf-like grace through the middle of this group of uh, your friends and companions. Could you make me a dex roll, please? <laughs> Can, can I have an athletics role instead? <laughs> um, 
Yes. Yeah, well, why not? But you won't have a reroll on it. That's fine. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, I've just set everybody on fire as I've run through. <laughs> okay. I'd like to pass a goddamn roll tonight. <laughs> game. Well, I know how you're feeling. Yeah, my, my sort of brickyard uh, demon has just uh, smashed us off against the uh, Agen's armor. Um, right. So we need to just roll a, a die. In fact, could one of you roll a one, two, three, roll a d6 for me, please? Six doesn't count. Two. Johan! <laughs> Fuck yourself. No. You played yourself, fool! <laughs> I just rolled the Elmarin dice. comes through the middle of you doing this graceful web of death. Um, but he, he almost seems to be fueling the fire of this web of death by flicking uh, oil at it. And as he goes <laughs> past you, you get caught with a bit of oil and this the, the, the sword goes past you and it's sort of your your sort of coat is caught to light. Um, more bit, right? worryingly, it's on the same side as where you keep your gunpowder. <laughs> I don't keep my gunpowder on my coat. That would be stupid. No, no, no. But the bag that you you know, it, it's on the same side. It's not near it, but it is on the same side. And it's almost the first thing that you think of as the smell of black powder um, fills the air as you, you you just recently let off your uh, gun. It isn't damaging you at any point, but you are a light. Oh, my God. Can I okay. put it out? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, when it, when it comes out, yeah. yes, you can. Yeah. Uh, Ilmarin, make, make me a... a uh... now, is there a bonus for charging? Because that's what I'm doing right now. Gives you an automatic advantage. I, I'm going to make the call that you're not actually charging because you're literally running through. You're manoeuvring through, although okay. very gracefully... But uh, not really. It, yeah. it is time to redeem yourself. Yeah. <laughs> setting and, uh, setting yeah. someone else so, on fire. <laughs> yeah, you're not getting your charge bonus there, no. Oh, for fuck's sake. Why can't it's I still pass got a to all defense? Roll? It still has to all defense. No, no, I yeah. am re rolling this. I am re rolling this. You might want to wait and see what he gets first. Oh, do I have to? Can I, can I do that? You can wait, yeah. Okay, I'm oh, going yeah. to wait. He has to roll to defend himself. Oh, blimey. Because the, you're probably not going to hit Ooh, yeah. a five. I probably wouldn't bother. I'm going to do it anyway. You, I don't think you can. Ah, oh, no, you, you needed a crit to pass. Yeah, I know, but I was going for it. He's just going to come steaming in like this. Damn it, it's got advantage. <laughs> he, he thought he looked like he knew what he was doing. He clearly didn't know what he was doing. And I am going to stop playing tonight because I... Have not passed a single roll yet. <laughs> and he's taking his ball, ball with him as well. Grab the blade. That's right. I am. Um, it is. I, I would have to say at this point, though, Dan, you, you say that you're going to quit and you're not doing very well, but you, you have done more damage to the party than a demon. Has. <laughs> yeah, so, you know. I do my best. Give, I do my yeah, best. You know, more... you've damaged your own hair and you've, you've damaged Johan's very nice coat. More de- oh, I'm not be... wearing a nice coat at the moment. <laughs> my fancy It is nice to what these guys wear, to be fair. Yeah. Mordek is going to grumble to himself. How the hell did the elves ever win the war in the first place? They didn't. They well, lost. they didn't. It was a draw. No, they <laughs> lost. It was a draw. <laughs> Okay, yeah. so Hagen. 
All right, so now we uh, we outnumber this two to one, right? Yes, you do. Mm -hmm. All right. So that's a plus 20. Damn you, for successfully defending. Yep, got that. Oh my god, my word. 20 damage. Wow. Oh my god. To the head. It's just a hair. And it's a magic weapon. Um, that's mental because he's got like plus uh, 30. He's from... got plus 30, yeah, yeah, plus 30 to hit right now. One advantage in the since we outnumber it. I mean, that's quite a good roll. That's a fair go, but it's not... <laughs> that's just so, you... so mere 15. yeah, so it's, yeah. it's got the advantage as well, so. Oh, so only 14 damage. Yeah. yeah. Okay, only 14 damage. damage to the face. And it doesn't have okay, advantage so... anymore. But I get so two advantage. You sort of lift your hammer backwards and you bring down this hammer. And the demon sort of raises this horrid sword blade type thing up above its head. And you're met with quite a solid block. But the hammer just keeps on travelling. And this block sort of gives way and the blade breaks, and your hammer comes down on top of this demon's skull, which in turn splits open, and it buries itself even deeper into its head and into its neck, and its head literally pops, spreading ichor all over your and Ilmarin's uh, good souls. I Ulrich, I told you we would send you back to hell thing. And it did drops Ica put, into the did floor. Did put my sword out? Is it no longer on fire? Yeah, my no, sword's no. still on fire! Well, we could make the Ica flammable. No, let's not do that. <laughs> no, let, the Ica, let, you're let, covered let, in. <laughs> and at that, after it, after it falls, uh, Hagen, you know, puts, puts the hammer head down against the floor. It almost seems to deflate a little. And he turns, he says, someone please see to my aunt. Let us find the out scene. if she was complicit in this. Um, I'll be going, stupid elves. Did we beat so, it or is it as you, as you put we the hammer down, there is like a high-pitched whistling sound coming from the body of the, the demon or whatever it is itself. And it seems to be air releasing itself from it. And it, it almost liquefies in front of you. And becomes a pool on the floor and then it dissolves away into nothingness. Cool. My friends, we must we must consecrate this unholy place with the fires of Ulrich and Sigmar and we must find out if my aunt was complicit in this crime. Hagen comes the voice from this um, tied by the wrists, woman, on the um, yes, I'll, I'll move over myself out. You, you, you must stop the, the ritual. What ritual, aunt? How, how do we stop it? And the red slumps forward. Gerhardt, what is there a what ritual? I don't know of these things. I never read on what I assume is demonology. Let's get her down anyway. 
Jim, it's gonna is, have something to do with have I put myself out, Jim? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay, I'd imagine I'm quite experienced at putting out fires, given my yeah. <laughs> Jim, you, you're uh, you, you actually are quite pleased with how you dealt with that. So if you were the almost the manager of a uh, engineering business and you, you got your health and safety regulations and and you, you had a bit of a, a fire drill every now and again. Yeah, you, you, you put this this fire that could have caused trouble because it was near the satchel that you keep your, or that the pouches that you keep your gunpowder in. Uh, you put it out in seconds flat. And in fact, you're probably judging that as a record. And you do sort of take a little bit of a note uh, to yourself and sort of smile inwards that, you you know, yeah, yeah, yeah all is well in the, in the, the world of Johan. Yeah, it was good. The elf's incompetent, but you're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the elf, well, burnt head bastard, yeah. Now thinking how I can make a sword just be on fire. Cavalin has headed over to the to, to Griselda and is going to try and get her down, cut the bonds. Jim, those globes, that black yes. smoke inside it, does it look similar as the black smoke that's around the building? Yes. And it, it's it's shifting to purple now. Um, can we smash them? I was going to say, Amara's going to walk up with his flaming sword yeah. and try to smash one. you got a re-roll as well. Okay, so yeah. how, how are you going to attempt to smash the said globe? Uh, you've got a bow, just saying. Yeah, valid point, I guess. Amara would have probably gained some of his senses now and actually gone back to being you know, mildly sensible. So what he's going to do... He's going to stab his sword in the floor while it's still on fire, and then he's going to light an arrow and aim at okay. one of the clothes. Now, you're not completely incompetent. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm going to give you this advice it's a round piece of glass that's probably, it, it's like some form of orb itself. So to fire an arrow at it, you'd have to do a really good shot to it its square. Yeah, for it to do proper damage. If if you're off by a slight bit, that the actual roundness of the globe would literally take most of the impact away and it'd sort of deflect it. So to fire a, a pointed weapon at the globe probably is, it could do the job, but it would be a very good roll or a very good shot. That I, would I'm it. due one, right? It would, however, knock the, even if the arrows deflected the kinetic force of it would knock the globe off the pedestal potentially oh, it's on a stone pedestal. what is it what is the globes that, uh, how are the globes sitting if the if the if the oh, thing, true, and it, it does yeah. look like that they're quite deep it into, might be in the oh, okay. yeah 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 well well hagen hagen sees uh Ilmarin getting out his bow and lighting an arrow and he just goes over to one of the pedestals with his hammer and brings it down on one of those globes i'd be careful about you i just launched an arrow <laughs> He's raged. He's he's, he's still enraged. He's like, this has got to be stopped. Just, just shut up and let me take it. Look, like rolled well. That's very nice. That is very nice. So, Hagen sort of strides forward. You re release a, a, an arrow, um, and you hit it. Um, unfortunately, it glances away. Outrageous! I got three successes. I think you needed a crit. As you're about to loose your arrow, this voice inside your head, do not disrupt the ritual. Was I the um, only one that heard that? 
heard what? what I'm assuming about MR. We didn't hear it. I'm going with yes. Some, there's a voice that said, do not disrupt the ritual. Disrupt the ritual. Disrupt the ritual. I'm going to use the axe to try and hit one of them, because that was consecrated. Hagen, yeah. Hagen, you, you rush forward with your hammer. Hit it like a okay. baseball. Okay, so you, you hit it. Did you hit it? Um, I'm pulling it up right now. So I'm just going to change my modifiers real quick. I'm assuming you did quite a big in, in bonus fact, for in, hitting in fact, a static yeah, object. Say, it's, it's static object. I'm not going to make you roll. You, you walk up. It's a blunt. You hammer down on top of it. And it literally obliterates. And black and purple smoke pour out of it. And it just obliterates to the floor. And what this are... smoke sort of... Uh, um, elevates to the ceiling. And sort of just sort of covers the ceiling ever so slightly but seems to be diminishing away. What's the crazy priest been doing, Jonas? Um he's still upstairs. Still shitting on the carpet. <laughs> I thought he was gonna come down with us to I fight thought he was coming down with us as well. I wasn't that demon thing. He didn't he didn't follow for some reason. Okay. We'll question him when we get upstairs. Let's destroy the rest of these globes. The voice that was in my head, Jim, did it sound like a... Uh... It sounded exactly like the voice that you heard before. Ah. I don't like that voice. No. Oh, well, there's another hat stand coming for him. I don't like that voice. It gave me corruption points. Alleg allegedly um, consecrated axe. But I don't have so, Gerhardt, you have one of these axes. You bring it down on the globe. As you're about to take the swing at it, you hear a voice inside your head. Do not disrupt the ritual. Can I opt into a cool check? Because I'm a bit rattled. Okay, go for it. It's a really poor choice because I always roll badly on these. But uh, you're like a wizard. Your response should be, what's in it for me? <laughs> I'm a fucking apprentice wizard. Come on. <laughs> Minus one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use a fortune point to adjust that. So it's a okay. flat success. Yeah, you hold it together. I opt into it myself. But I nearly don't. Power will be and, yours. I'm going to try and hit it with the axe. Okay. You don't need to roll. You've you just sort of smacked it. it Again, it breaks and black and purple smoke rise from it. I'm going to say dissipate to, to the voice, the ceiling. to the room in general, I've seen what your power can do and what it does to people. See, I wasn't the only one that heard it. Gerhardt heard it. Is Hagen's arm actually dead, or is she just unconscious? So That's what I'm trying Carolyn, to figure out. Yeah, yeah. I, I would probably have gone to help. Okay, yeah, she, she's in a very bad way. She's unconscious now. Uh, she doesn't look medicine? like she's got physical wounds on her, though. She, she looks like she's almost been drained, shall we say. Okay, can I try and give her a bit of water? Okay. You know, just kind of a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you and Carolyn are... Um, Trying are to help her, yeah. ...with uh, uh, yeah. Griselda. Although okay. I have reloaded my pistol. That was my first okay, priority. No Axe in Lady the other hand. Gun. Lady gun. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, 
Where are we now? We're at Mordek, I believe. What would you like to do, Mordek? Well, I, I'm covering the rear, making sure no one's coming up behind us, but I'm quite okay. interested in the fact that the priest didn't come down with us. So, um, I take it, yeah. So, so I you, might... You, you, you can hear from up the stairs some commotion, and you can hear what sounds like fighting. I'm running up the stairs. <laughs> okay. So you run back up the stairs? Yes. Okay. Everybody down in the in this room sees Mordex or look excited and disappear off back up the stairs. Um, well, I'll tell you what, these manlings know how to throw a party. <laughs> so between the three of you, you smash these globes, and every time one breaks, it, the, the smoke goes up, and there, there is a sort of residue of smoke and that on the floor, but there doesn't seem to be anything happening any more than that. We're like there is two left. Knock them sideways so you're not smashing them all in the pattern. Johan will shout. Good call. Good call, Johan. So I'll so take a side and, one. and I'll also shout, where's the dwarf gone? <clears throat> Gerhard, with your knowledge of magic, should we break this dusty circle on the floor as well, just to make sure? I mean, I would assume yes. The, the, the circle has been broken. I mean, really uh, break it, like dustpan. Okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, you can start kicking it around. <laughs> um, so, someone get the vacuum. Hagen, Hagen. Where's Henry? Gerhard, are you smashing the last two globes? <laughs> We're going to the, the demonically yeah. possessed Henry Hoover. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, as the final globe hits the floor, again, it dissipates up into the ceiling. And the remainder of the black and purple smoke starts swirling and swirling round. Yeah, and almost, it becomes noisy, almost like a, a storm. Yeah, and it seems to pull everything together. And then it's sort of spinning and spinning round. And it hits the centre of where the circle was. Yeah, and it starts pirouetting upwards into a big column of purple and black smoke. And then... At that point, I start dragging Hagen's aunt out of the room. Yeah. Is it... Neither do I. Neither do I. I'll just pick her up and be... move, because I've got strength 44. I'm pretty sure I can round. just carry her. Yeah, I'll be Hagen, Hagen and Ger Gerhardt, you start to see it interacting with, with the actual... Um, surroundings itself and this horrible feeling sort of hits you Gerhard as you can see this column of smoke as it spins round and round and it's bouncing off this powder as, as it hits the walls of what what has been sort of created and then it starts to sort of ripple out of the every time there's a break in the powder it ripples out and then all of a sudden it just releases itself out into the room as if it's broke from this circle of powder through every well, sort of break shit. in the powder that there was. Oh, okay. Dear. There is a large, again, sort of sonic boom and everything goes black. And then candle lights appear. And you're in a different room. It's almost like the dining room upstairs, but much more opulent. And it's almost 
princely, this room. And there are seven chairs around this table. And Mordek comes screaming through this door into the room. And you're back where you started, Mordek. Is it, or, you know, you, you've gone running into this, what you thought was out the doorway, and you ended up back down in a room with your, your colleagues. But in this All same the, opulent... Yeah. Yeah, uh, but which is obviously a different room. And in the middle of the table are just meats and breads and cheeses, um, <clears throat> cakes, but there's just absolutely an abundance of it and lots of it. And it's piled high. Uh, in my everyone goes, touch nothing. A mountain of food but the table seems to be big enough to carry it. And around the walls and on the floor is piles of, of piles of gold coins. And around these black, almost velvet type walls are paintings. And on each painting, it's just black. Gerhardt, what kind of sorcery is this? Where are we? What's happened? It, I was just running upstairs. What? How did I get back in here? What was that? How, a him. shadowy tornado exploded. And how, how does your Marin soul feel right about now? Delicious to Slanesh. As in, does it feel like it's being pulled or tugged or generally... It's like it's being licked. Just slightly <laughs> licked. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is really important. So Marin, feeling very, very uneasy right now, and actually whispers because now he's very nervous. You can, you, everyone in the room can genuinely tell that Marin looks almost terrified at this point in time. And I will do a call test after. Yeah, I but see. you've looked terrified every fight we've been in. No, I haven't. <laughs> no, Imarin, no, Imarin has never looked terrified in front of Imarin any. Imarin has of acted terrified. Yeah, no, but he's he's often out of a lot of fights by being like. Meh. You guys probably don't need me. Yeah. You've never been like, yeah. ah! <laughs> that's not how we remember it. Ilmarin, yeah, but okay, that aside, Ilmarin visibly looks terrified right now, like genuinely soul shattering terrified. And it, it just in a single word, Slanesh's Hall. That's two words, but he says it's one word. Okay, single word, because he's so but scared. What now? And I'm how are you going to defend yourself, Ilmarin? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna cower on the you, floor. You are, you, you are right. You, you, are you gonna go fatal? Are you gonna get weapons? Well, 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 let's see how my call test goes, <laughs> and that will determine. I, I go fatal. <laughs> I'm on the floor. Okay. Ilmarin, okay. Ilmarin is visibly terrified. He doesn't know how to Ilmarin, handle the situation. Ilmarin <laughs> drops to the floor, um, and literally hugs his knees, mm. and puts his head also in between his knees, which he's hugging very. Strongly. Um, I'm hey, not sure. hey, up by gum. What you're doing, you pointy-eared git. To, to Get up off that floor. To, to what extent would um, a practitioner of magic know specifically chaos gods? As in, do they, they just know that chaos is bad, but they don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I think you, 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 I know very, very little. You, you, you would know the know, elves of their special religion. Yeah, you, you would have heard of different. You've just, it's just chaos. Very bad. Mm. Um, the, the distinctions of chaos 
no, you, you probably unless unless you were studied in that that form. Then. Or an elf. Although, bad, if bad, the elf bad, says Slanesh, it would yeah. it would feel yeah. bad to all of us when he says it. Yeah, yeah, it almost it feels as though Wrong. something has licked you all. Uh, you, you got saliva. But where? Um, no, very no. viscous saliva all over you, from <laughs> from, the bo- from the bottom of your boots to the top of your head, up your face, yeah. up your nostrils, in right your ears, in right up in there. Okay. Your hair looks like something out of uh, there's something about me. <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> if Marin's just on the floor babbling in Elf- Elfarian, you can't understand what he's saying. But he's yeah. Do I have to say? I say, Jim, can someone here, please, be telling me what be going on right now. Jim, I just have, have weapons have... out looking around. Do I have an unconscious okay, so... woman draped yeah. over my shoulder still? You ready your weapon? But as you look down at it, you're holding a golden pistol, an ornament. And as you look at it, it, it looks like a, a a lighter of some form, but it is absolutely amazingly crafted. And it's a fantastic bit of jewellery come craftsmanship. And it, as an engineer yourself, you know that this, this item here would be You'd have to pay a king's ransom for it. It's it's special, and almost in a panic, you sort of reach for other weapons. And as you as you pull them from scabbard, it's oh, I was pulling a a pistol and a sword. I'm ambidextrous. Again, in your other hand is a is a statue. Sorry, I didn't quite catch that. Oh, could you please repeat it? It's it's a statue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've got a statue. It looks like yourself holding a gun and a sword. I'm just going to hold thing. Logical. This is this is a hallucination. They are what they are. Just I'm going to basically be locked in my own head going, they are what they are. I'm just going to ignore what I, my eyes are telling me. My head's telling me that it's a pistol and a sword. Okay. Given all of Hagen, the bizarre stuff, you sort logic. of look worriedly over at Johan, and then you sort of strengthen yourself into the fear. That, you know, you, you're, this isn't phasing you at all because, after all, you're holding this golden broomstick <laughs> with a golden hair head. But Although you're confused, you don't feel any sort of fear or, you know, you don't feel any sort of dread. It's as if whatever you're holding is still keeping you intact. It's still giving you strength. Carolyn? Have I still got an unconscious woman draped on my shoulder? Yeah, yeah, she's, she's not moved in any way. You just notice that there's Lots of gold, more gold than you've ever seen in, in all your times of thug working for certain guilds and whatever. Yeah, this is almost delicious. I think yeah. she's 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 just about smart enough to understand that piles of gold come with a price, and the price attached to this particular set of piles of gold is almost certainly far more than she is willing to pay. 
She has an axe in one hand, an unconscious woman draped over the other, and is waiting for someone smarter than her to figure out what the hell they do next. Jim? Yes? Given that there's an absolute assload of gold, and gold is a very heavy metal, and should be emanating fucktons of shamon. Shamon! Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's kind of my wheelhouse. Um, can I tell if, like, the gold is real, or if anything... Like, what specifically is going on with kind of, not that I want to take the gold, but I just want to try and figure out what's going on. Like, I should have some idea of how much of this is real and how much of it is imagined. Or... It looks all real. So it's, Winds of Magic are still there and doing their thing. Yeah. It, you, you, from your knowledge of metals and things, mm. and your sort of knowledge of magic in a way, it's as almost as if, you're not where you were, but you've travelled to somewhere else where this in here is almost real. Right. So that means we have, in some sense, physically travelled, because otherwise, if it was a yeah. mental construct, it would be more obvious. Okay. Cool. Morda, yeah. what are you doing? I'm going to hit something. With what? Is there, is there a door? Uh, is there a door? There's the door that you run through, yeah. You can, as you turn around to walk back through, no, the door's not there anymore. Is there, well, okay. Um, the table's made out of quite thick wood, isn't it? So it's quite hefty. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've got yeah, you do axe. have your trusty yeah, axe, absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to start hacking at the table. Okay, you, yeah, you sort of get your axe out and you pull it out and you've got this loot of gold, yeah, and it's got golden strings on it, yeah? A very elf-like weapon. What? 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 What be this? Say, <laughs> so do what you were going to do, Mordek. There is, there is a ringing of a bell. And then on the south wall of this room, towards the head of the table, a door opens out of the wall and into the room come two pink creatures that are malformed, they have extra limbs, and they're carrying two big golden trays each with beautiful golden goblets on them. And they are just sort of moving around you, offering you these. I um, wave my feather duster at them. <laughs> hey, hey, like my old man used to say, when in doubt, Hits it. <laughs> so I'm going to go and smash one in the face. Okay. I have uh, an unconscious Mordex, woman Mordex, over my Mordex, left shoulder. Mordex, I'm kind of not fear too... of panic is being channeled through his dwarven, through his dowy mind of just, I'm going to hit up. something. <laughs> hit it with the loot. <laughs> you'll get the satin, you'll either break them or the loot or both. And either way, it's all good. Make me an attack. 
Uh, okay, what, what I is use? your weapon skill loot? <laughs> Should I use my weapon. Use hand weapon, okay. Yes. Melee basic. Uh, melee basic. Let me go to skills. Melee basic. Uh, okay. Hit. Marginal success. Okay. So, you hit it in its arm, and it recoils back and screams or looks like it's screaming but no noise comes out of its mouth and it recoils back and sort of cowers at the, at the wall the bell starts ringing again and this thing then starts writhing against the wall and you all feel yourselves being pulled towards the chairs oh Can we resist oh yeah you can yeah. try. I'm going with fight. Or what willpower roll or what are we rolling? You can make a willpower. Yeah. Um... Wait, hold on. I had something for this. Does my magic resistance come into effect at all? What does that do? Uh, it kind of helps you when someone's yeah. casting magic at you. Oh, okay, so it's not direct spell, is it? Reduced for two points. No, no it makes it harder for them to cast magic at you. I suspect you, that whoever's so making Gerhard, these rolls has enough success levels. It was triggered by this creature getting hit. I feel that the command to sit was triggered by the creature getting hit. Yeah. Yeah. You can make willpower rolls if you want. I'm going to sit down. I focus on the golden broom in my hand, hoping that it's still a hammer, and attempt to resist with my willpower. So is it cool or just willpower? Just willpower. Uh. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Woo. Wow. That's bad. Oh, wow. That's some bad rolls there, guys. Hold I'll, on. Use a, um, I'll use a... Yes, impressive success. I, I I'll, use, use my, I'll use a uh, fortune point to pass mine. Did someone okay. say I got a re-roll from the crowd earlier? Yeah, I've got yes, a re-roll. I'm going to give it a shot. Um, Can I spend a second fortune point to convert that re-rolled 39 into a one success, marginal success? Yes, you can. Yay! I'll spend two so, fortune yeah, points. Those, those of you that have passed... Because <laughs> 93 moving, is not what I want. You very fatigued as if you need to sit down. And... You're, you're resisting the urge of moving towards the chair. I just walk over and sat down. Imaran's in a chair. Yeah, I sat The down door too. opens again where these creatures came from. That it was wall again. Teleporters here. They in through the chairs. In yeah. through the door walks this very slim figure, but very tall. You estimate it's about seven and a half feet tall. And it is Slenderman. Everything is tall. Everything's tall to a dwarf. Dwarf, <laughs> yeah. It's it's dressed in a very opulent robe with a hood that covers its face. It's down that low, and this this robe is reds, pinks, and purples, golds, and it looks like there's 
metal, in fact, sewn into it, that this gold is in, in, like it's sort of embedded into the, the cloak itself, almost used as thread. And it walks in, it pulls the seat out, and it sits down. Um, and... I want to try and hit it again. <laughs> as it's going okay. to sit down. My, my kind of mentality here is that, a, you know, a, a, a dwarf resistance, that mentality to fight back and just be a stubborn-ass, beardy little sod. Absolutely. Um, and so I'm going to make, me, make me a difficult roll, please. To hit? Willpower. No, oh, willpower, willpower. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, hold on. Uh, challenging. Let me just change it. Difficult. To... It's minus ten. Difficult minus ten, and I will roll. Marginal failure. Uh, but use the I... fortune point to turn it into a success. Yes, if I've got any. Hold on. I think you get two per session from memory. Ah, in which case, yes, I will use a fortune point, please. Go for it. If I can find them right now. <laughs> there they are. So do I roll again, or does it become a success? Roll to hit. Roll to hit. I'll roll to hit. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, my understanding is you can just give yourself basically a plus 10 for the fortune point. Alright, Malie Basic. Hit it with Whoa. your loot. Oh. <laughs> so I'll be wanting to re-roll uh, that one as well. Dan, you've just been given a re-roll by someone. Thank you very much. I'll do that instead, if I may. Is uh, that okay? By Garold. Thank you very much, Garold. <laughs> I appreciate it, because I really don't want to do an impressive fumble. <laughs> roll again. Jesus. I if it was Garold, or if it was Garold. Harold, still an impressive failure. But you bad. didn't fumble. You swing at him, and he doesn't. Eat, this thing doesn't even move. But you sort of hit the chair behind him, and the weapon literally. Well, the loot. It isn't a weapon. It's just this ornate sort of instrument that doesn't work anyway. It obliterates. It can dissipate. And it moves his hand. Please, dwarf. Take a seat. Yep. I prefer to stand. And the figure raises its head and beneath the hood is an attractive woman's face. And it speaks again. And this time it speaks in a female voice. I would be grateful if you sat. It lowers its head again. I'm I'm really sorry, guys. I think my stubborn dwarf mentality is probably going to get in the way here. Uh, <laughs> and I will say again, yep, lass, I prefer to stand. And it raises its head again. And this time, you're met with the vision of an ebony-haired mature man with an impressive looking beard if you wish to stand then please stand I wish none of you harm I just wish to speak 
as you can see, I am rich indeed. And this could all be yours. But I understand you have dreams, you have ambitions. And to some honorable men, money is not enough. For instance, Hagen, or should I say Sir Hagen, who will one day become the grandfather of the Knights of the Wolf. And he sort of looks over and raises his hand towards one of the paintings. And you look at this painting that was once a black canvas, and it's now an older looking Hagen stood and what looks like him giving a speech to um, a battalion of these knights, and they're all sort of raised their hands with the weapons and their arrows, and they're cheering towards him as he holds aloft Hamazit, Zeit, Zeit. Hamazit. And Johan, of course. Such an intelligent individual, so gifted with machinery. One day you will become the royal engineer, working with the emperor himself. And he gestures over to another painting. And there's, there's you, and what looks like a younger version of you as well. And it, you're holding some multi-barreled cannon um, that is made. It, it's it's pristine, and the the wood that it's made. It, you know the the detailing on this cannon is incredible, and the emperor is almost bowing towards you, as if gesturing to your greatness, to your you know your, the, the, of how well you've you've, you've sort of captured you know, what he, what he wanted, what he described to you. And I don't forget you, Dwarf, as well. I've heard of your deeds already. I've watched you from afar. Dwarf snarls a bit. And the way that you recaptured the mines from the filthy foul spawn, the green skins, and he gestures to another painting. And there's you standing amongst your brothers with the biggest troll's head that you've seen in your left eye, well, your right arm. And it's, it's that big. It's, it, the bottom of its neck is almost touching the floor. Yeah, as you hold it by the scruff of its tiny bit of air at the top. It can't be and real. I don't have an arrow in my head. Gerhardt. You will become a master in your own right, but an individual master tied to nothing. But, and the, it shows you this uh, painting, and it is this sort of field with golden wheat in, and in the middle of this field is this huge tower. Yeah, and it rises, and you can see in the window is 
you can see as if you're, you're right next to it, and you zoom in and it's you there in this tower. And lastly, Carolyn. The path's across for you. And he reaches for two sort of paintings. In one, there's you there sort of praying to this uh, monument of what looks like Ulrich. Um, and in another, you're in a tavern filled with scoundrels and rapscallions. And again, you're on the head of the table and you're with your, your foot up onto the table in a, a jaunty sort of manner, drinking a, a tank of, of ale with all these people respecting you. I could bring you all this and I ask for nothing. You've met something that must be destroyed. And all I want you to do is destroy this thing and I will grant you this. Uh, so the thing that's looking a bit like a cigarette lighter or whatever it was, yeah. I'm going to, thinking, go, going by his logic of this is all an illusion, I'm going to basically shoot it like it's a gun at this thing. Okay. You pull it out and you, you aim at him and you pull the trigger and this light comes, little flame, comes out the end. And he reaches into... Oh, pulls she out. reaches into her robe and she pulls out this big cigar. Uh, I'll immediately release the trigger once it's not apparent it's not a gun. And she reaches over to you and a golden lock sort of flow out from the hood. Please take it. I do not. I will tell you this now. I only serve Father Winter, Grandfather Wolf, Ulrich, Lord of War, and no other. My path is to be set by his will and his will alone. Grandmaster Hagen. The voice is still a female voice. You speak the truth and I don't disbelieve you, but you have to understand that your old father, Ulrich, he came from somewhere as did my master, as did other people's masters, as, did, as does many more dangerous masters. And it is important that no matter your calling, we all stand together in stopping an event happening that will cast all life into doubt. Speak plainly. What is it that you're asking of us? And know this, we will not take any gifts you offer us. If we choose to walk this path, it will be because we believe it is righteous, not at your whim. You have met a creature of my friend. And for the first time, she acknowledges Ilmarin. 
a brother of Ilmarin, but of darker deeds. I'm going to start singing a Sigmarite hymn. Ilmarin is still babbling in an Eltharian. I understand your reluctance. I mean, one could only imagine that I was some form of demon or evil being. But I can assure you that is not the case. And she looks down at the table and she takes out of her robe a pile of golden coins. And as she takes one from the top, she says, Hagen. And you all notice that as she shows you this coin, Hagen's face is on the coin and she puts it down. Then she pulls another one out, Mordek. And she puts it down. And then he takes another one. Johan. And you aren't focus on it. As you're singing your Sigmar, then Gerhard, the same happens again, lays it down. Carolyn. And again, your face appears and lays it down. And then the voice turns female again. And she lifts a coin up with Ilmarin's face on it. And my favourite, Ilmarin. Ilmarin and is still babbling to himself in Elifarin. She licks the coin and she places it down. Does he feel it? He does. I ask you one thing and I give you free will choice. At the back of the room are the two doors that you entered in from. And of course, you didn't enter in any door at all. But as you look behind you, there are indeed two doors there. And there is a slot in each door. Simply go and choose a door. Choose to help or choose to ignore. Take the coin and you can leave. Don't take the coin and you'll stay feasting with me forever. But I will have to leave for time to time to deal with the situation. But your stomachs will never be empty. Firstly, Gerhard. Make a choice, Gerhard. And she leans over and her arm extends until this coin is virtually right in front of your face. Hmm. I'm, I'm not going to take it. I just lower my lower my head. No. She places it in front of you. Hagen. The coin comes over towards you. I grip this golden brim handle with both my hands and lay my forehead against it. 
And I just pray to Father Ulrich for guidance and spiritual salvation. As you pray for guidance, you almost all of a sudden feel the normal warmth that you get from prayer and the the the, the shielding that your faith gives you. It's not there. Wherever you are is away from your your Lord's light. Hagen shudders and a bit even, when he realizes yeah, that. Absolutely, yeah. You, you should have, but you're still holding it together, you know. Ulrich works in mysterious ways, as do all the gods. But he's not with you at the moment, which does obviously spell bad for you. And the coin is there. Hagen. And she places it in front of you. And she follows you one by one and passes you all the coins out. Is anybody taking one? Okay. Which door is which? There are just two doors at the end, and that's it. Sorry, Carolyn is asking. She is asking which door is which. Take the right one. And you agree to help me. Take the left one and you go back to your lives and maybe we'll meet in the future because I'm sure our paths will cross with what is coming to the old world. Still haven't told us what it is that you want of us. You've only said that it involves some dark elf. I keep many secrets, my friend. I'm not willing to, to part with everything. I'll part with my name. To show a faith of goodness and hope for you. I am Slinbold. The masterless. Or that shrugs. I give you one more chance to leave with the knowledge of the choice you make. Carolyn is going to, to Carolyn is going to take the coin. She's going to go through the left door. Because she's got an un- the 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 leave to back to her own life door, because okay. she's still got an unconscious woman on her shoulder. She has a very literal weight of responsibility on her shoulder right now. Okay, you put the coin in the door, and the door opens, and there is blackness beyond, but it seems to shimmer. <sighs> I'll give it a go. You walk out. And Carolyn is gone. Yep. <laughs> Yomarin has regained his cool. He stands up and he points, he points at the creature. You, servant of she who firsts, I will serve you not in this life or the next. Takes his coin and goes out the same door as uh, Carolyn went out of. Okay. The choice is there for you all, of course. But, and she looks down. But as she looks up again, it is, in fact, the man, again, with his beautiful ebony beard. I will take my choice. And he reaches in and he pulls a coin out of himself, as you can see. And he stands up 
and he leaves through the right-hand door. Well, that was really confusing. Yeah, Hart, if you know of no magic to get us free from here, I can tell you now, and I pray to pray to Ulrich, there's simply an empty echo where his presence should be. We are beyond the mortal realm. I've, I've studied a lot, but my own magic is mere parlor tricks by comparison to this. I'm well, still at the beginning of my learning. I can't, I can't decipher this. Then without further guidance, I will not accept an assignment from any creature who is so revolting, but I will not stay here either. And Hagen picks up the coin and walks out the door, uh, following behind Ilmarin and Carolyn back to his life. Okay. Hopefully. <laughs> the door shuts beyond Hagen. Uh, still singing, Johan just looks over at the dwarf. If he, if he thinks he can hear Ulrich, it's better than anything I've got. Yep, by gum. I ain't gonna let no pointy-eared elf get the better of me by walking through that dare door first. Picks up the coin and goes stomping off. <laughs> Yeah, I'll pick up the coin and okay. follow. Leaving Ilmarin and... No, Ilmarin's Ilmarin. already gone. Oh, you know, you went first, didn't you? So yeah, Ilmarin was the second one through. Gerhard, you, did you go through? Not yet, no. So whatever terrible fate awaits us on the other side... You are on your own. I'll be the last one out and... Um... I look around. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did we just leave the wizard in yep. the demon place by so, himself yep. alone? Yeah, we did. So as you walk towards the door, one of these misshapen creatures moves into your way between yourself and the door. And it convulses and it sort of changes until it is human-like again. But it's wearing robes. It looks like some form of wizard. Gerhard, would you leave here without the gift of power? I've seen what this power can do. My power must be won by my own studies and efforts. I can't accept this gift. I'm gonna try and walk around. The he, yeah, he just sort of looks at you as if like you've turned down the most exciting thing that you could possibly have. You know, he's almost in disbelief. And he just gestures towards you as you head towards the door. If, if I can gain power through the sweat of my own brow, then I'm not ready to hold it. I'm going to try and leave. I can't believe no one went through the right door. Shocking. Okay. We know nothing so about the offer except the end, this thing's anyway. really fucking... Yeah. Creepy. So, <laughs> creepy. Very creepy. Creepy is, is definitely. I feel violated. <laughs> it licked our souls. The door, 
as soon as you walk through the door, you awake to you're lying down on a grassy hill and there is teat from behind you and you look around and all your friends are there including the priest and behind you is what used to be the mansion house of Hagen's family and it's burning almost smouldering now I wonder whose fault that was is Hagen's aunt with us <laughs> yes How's um, she? We'll leave it there. She, she, she's stirring. She's stirring, so okay. she's not. And um, we'll leave it there for this week. <laughs> Thank you. That was oh, fantastic. That was creepy okay. as yeah. hell. Thank you very, very much, much for watching, everybody. Um, it's been really uh, enjoyable again, and uh, I look forward to seeing you all next week. We certainly okay. got back into uh, that full Thank screen. you to my players. <laughs> yeah. uh, thank you very much to the Ghostmaster. Thank you, that Jim. Really yeah, cool. Thanks, Jim. Jim.